Conversations with Patricia Nduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. It's uh, 20 minutes before 11. Remember that at 11 o'clock, Mudupi Mahalimele is coming in with the final news bulletin for the day. And straight after that, we get into our closet conversations. I did say it's going to be one mainly uh, looking at women's health, uh, but... The men are affected by this as well, especially if you've got a, a, a love interest in a particular lady. So make sure you are tuned in. A-teamers, right now we continue with uh, social and health conversations around tackling HIV. But uh, I, I, must, I must make it clear that our next guest is not a doctor, but uh, we'll be talking about tackling HIV in the mining industry since there's been new guide uh, guidance uh, that has been issued out by the Chief Inspector of Mines. Our guest is Colleen Watson, a senior associate in the employment and health and safety team at Weber Wenzel. Thank you very much, Kelly, for joining us. Absolute pleasure, Patricia. Thank you for having me. Now, with with this new guideline, um, what, what does it mean um, and, and what can be done for those who are HIV positive within the mining uh, sector and how can mines be able to, to assist their employees? Um, Patricia, I just need to start off with, as we know, that South Africa has a long history of high, and high rates of HIV and remains one of the countries that is most severely impacted. Um, the mining industry has an excellent HIV and AIDS and TB reporting system, and the results are utilized for monitoring the progress and reducing new HIV and TB infections in the industry. Now, HIV still, unfortunately, continues to dominate the modern healthcare agenda, and business and government must work together to successfully tackle these epidemics. Um, one of the most effective ways of reducing and managing the impact of HIV AIDS in the workplace is through the implementation of HIV AIDS policies and, and programs. Um, all employees, permanent and contractors, including management, should be involved in all aspects of the program coordination, implementation and the reporting. Now, the Chief Inspector of Mines, as you've said, has issued a guidance note to assist mining companies to manage and control the HIV in the workplace, uh, which requires employees to put policies and plans and awareness programs and monitoring in place. Now, for those who are working in this industry, is it compulsory for them to report their HIV status in order for them to get the necessary support? Um, Patricia, so the HIV testing and counselling guidelines focus on strengthening good practice across legally acceptable workplace initiatives and should be read and interpreted in the context of the Constitution, the Employment Equity Act and other relevant legislation. People living with HIV and AIDS have the same human rights as the rest of the uninfected population. So no employee or applicant for employment may be required by the employer to undergo an HIV test in order to ascertain their status. And the HIV testing by or on behalf of an employer may only take place where the Labor Court has declared such testing to be justifiable in accordance with the Employment Equity Act. Um, in accordance with both the common law and section 14 of the constitution. In addition, all persons with HIV or AIDS have a right to privacy, uh, including privacy concerning their HIV or AIDS status. Accordingly, um, there's no general legal duty on an employee to disclose uh, his or her HIV status to an employer or to other employees.
So then how will the mining companies be able to, um, you know, support their employees effectively within the framework of their privacy? Well, that is just what the guidelines are for. This is for, um, issued so that it encourages these employees to, to undergo this counselling and um, to then get tested so that uh, treatment can be rolled out um, to them. We are talking A teamers uh, to uh, our guest, uh, Kayleen Watson. And perhaps you work in the mining industry and you've been asking yourself if you can get, you know, how protected are you um, if you go underground or with with colleagues or what is your right if you are HIV positive when it comes to this industry? Call in on 011-714-2006 or you can WhatsApp 0614-104-107. SMSs go to 4139. One, You know, uh, Donald uh, in Rustenburg sent us a message and he said that the problem is many people don't want to go get tested for HIV. So the virus will take uh, that advantage when someone's health starts to deteriorate without knowing. And um, I know this is maybe a medical issue, but Kayleen, if someone is working underground in a mine and they don't know their HIV status, we know uh, accidents do happen underground. What risk can they pose to their fellow employees and what cover do those who, you know, end up contracting disease at work have? Right. So especially in the mining industry, the the MHSA, the Mine Health and Safety Act, uh, provides that an employer is required to create as far as reasonably practical people uh, a safe workplace. And this may include ensuring that the risk of occupational exposure to HIV is minimized. Um, also, because it's now recognized as an occupational disease, an employee was infected with HIV as a result of an occupational exposure to infected blood or bodily fluids may apply for benefits in terms of Section 22.1 of uh, COIDA, which is a Compensation for Occupational Injuries and Diseases Act. Okay, so we are here at a point where South Africa and uh, I think uh, worldwide, we have quite high numbers of HIV uh, positive people. About 40 million people worldwide are infected with HIV and um, 26 million of these are workers aged between 15 and 49. And it's good to know that uh, our, our mining sector is one that is interested in making sure that people's safety is there. Um, around the regulations and the legal framework, what is the protection for minors who end up declaring their HIV status uh, because of uh, perhaps maybe ill health and always going on uh, on uh, sick leave? Well, there is a, a code that has been um, implemented that provides that uh, an employee may not be unfairly dismissed because of their status. Um, you have the Employment Equity Act that, that uh, provides for protection. So there's adequate protection um, in, in relation to that. Um, so if you have HIV and it is known, um, which, of course, like I said before, you don't have to um, t- uh, let anyone know what your status is, um, you will be protected if you, if you are dismissed because of that. You are not allowed to be discriminated against because of your HIV state. Now, what about this internal monitoring and evaluation of HIV management and control programs? Um, I, I see that there, there are some sort of forms that need to be filled out. Who fills these out and, and what is tabled in these forms? That would be the medical practitioner on the mine. And um, that is uh, in accordance with that uh, DMR-164 template 
that uh, was produced by the DMRE. This template is, is filled in and it's, it's completely confidential and nobody else sees it but uh, the DMR who it's shared with and the occupational doctor that treats the patient. So the only thing that gets reported is the numbers and no names are associated with it. Uh, the Department of uh, Mineral Resources and Employment issues annual reports which indicate um, how many employees that were counseled for HIV uh, chose to be tested and are tested and what their results are. Okay, that's a, given the fact that people do disclose their status, and obviously this is, is one of the big um, issues. Um, I've got a message of our SMS here from Martha who says, once declared HIV positive, the prospects of a monthly visit for the rest of your life seems to make people stop treatment. And I think the issue of treatment is one that's very critical. After the break, I'd like you, Colleen, to just let us know if there are measures in, in the mining uh, industry to ensure adherence to treatment and availability of treatment in, in some areas which are remote that people are mining in. But you can respond to that after the break. Late Night Conversations. We are in conversation with uh, Colleen uh, Watson, who is um, uh, coming from uh, Wenzel, Weber Wenzel, and uh, they are look. She's uh, interested, or specifically. Um, looking and working around the environment, health and safety team at Weber Winslow. Colleen, before the break, I was asking you about accessibility for treatment, and it was sparked by an SMS SMS that came from one of our A-teamers, Martha. Colleen, are you there? No, I'm there. I actually lost you a little bit there. Sorry, Patricia. So before the break, I was asking you about the treatment availability in these remote mining areas. I am aware that uh, there are testing stations set up, especially uh, through through the bigger mining houses, so um, that that um, improves accessibility to these testing stations. The guidelines also provide that um, these te- that 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 that, this, that access must be provided to people in remote areas. But it it goes beyond uh, um, access because if the mining um, chief inspector is saying that there should be a guidance around, you know, assisting mining companies, shouldn't there also be testing and then treatment centers that are available in these remote areas? There are treatment centers available in these remote areas, as far as I know, um, where there's access. These people must just... um, just go there, but I think it's because of the stigma attached to, um, to and the fear of, of job loss if tested positive, positive and the stigma and discrimination associated with HIV AIDS continue to undermine the effectiveness of, of available treatment. You know, and for one who finds that they might be discriminated againstly in the workplace, especially in the mining sector, is there any way that they can get assistance? Well, if you are discriminated against in the workplace, um, you definitely, and well, you must approach the CCMA um, where you will get help. And then you can also, there are various pro bono area, uh, pro bono clinics available which can assist you to, to bring your matter to, to 
court. And I've got an SMS here that says, good evening, ladies. Oh, it's a WhatsApp. Is it legal for an employer to ask you if you are comfortable to do an HIV test during a job interview? Because if you say no, it will definitely affect your chances of getting the position. Well, like I pointed out before, um, Patricia, that's not allowed. Um, you, you cannot be discriminated against if you refuse. And you can definitely not be... Um, it's not compulsory to, to, to undergo testing, even for, for people applying for work. So if you feel that you have to be discriminated against or didn't get the job because um, of, of, of refusing to, to get tested, uh, then you can also approach the CCMA. Excellent. How do we get in touch with you at Weber Wenzel? I will uh, give my number to you, Patricia. I'm not going to give Is it on air. Is there a website? There is a website. Uh, it's uh, com. Please repeat that again. We lost you. <laughs> we we do have a website mm-hmm. available. Yes. Okay. Please give us the website. www.webberwenzel.com Excellent. Kayleen, thank you so very much for joining us and shedding light on this. Thank you very much. Late Night Conversations. Little girl.